everybody. Welcome to the Living Real Podcast. I'm Melanie Shaw, your host, as well as founder and editor-in-chief of Living Real Magazine. On the 10th of each month, I will get to introduce you to someone that I've met who has a sincere desire to live out their real faith in real life. Someone who doesn't mind sharing their struggles because they want to encourage us to stay the course. Someone who's overcome and can testify to the faithfulness of Almighty God. I'm so excited about each conversation that we're gonna have, and I pray God will use our words to bring glory to His Son, Jesus Christ. So are you ready? I know I am. For 30 years, Amy Murphy has served in a variety of ways with Daybreak Ministries, a faith-based pregnancy medical clinic. Her favorite, though, has been through serving as a client advocate. Amy believes she's living out her faith in Christ by being involved with this amazing ministry, offering hope and help to those in crisis within her community. So today we welcome Amy Murphy to the Living Real Podcast. Welcome, Amy. Thank you, Melanie. It's a real privilege to be a part of this. I appreciate your allowing me to be here. Well, great. I'm excited you're here. Um, Amy and I met through a mutual friend close to 30 years ago, I believe. Um, and our dear friend, Celia Deneen, has always been at the center of the occasions that um, have allowed our paths to cross. And here again, we have reconnected through Celia's prompting. Um, when Amy submitted an interview article earlier this year about her work with Daybreak Ministries um, for Living Real Magazine. And their mission is to bring hope to women in crisis. And you can read her article online at livingrealmag.com. So Amy, let's uh, talk a little bit about yourself and a little bit about your family. Okay. Well, I grew up in Columbia. I'm one of four girls. Um, I went to USC and met my husband actually in church. Uh, we have, his name is JR. We have three children, um, two married, and I have got one very loved new grandbaby. <laughs> <laughs> That's so exciting. Yes. So both of her parents um, are still living, and they actually live only about 10 minutes away in, in either direction. So we're thankful that our kids got to grow up with our their grandparents, I was the same way. Both of mine were in town when I grew up. So we had a big extended family of grandparents and aunts and uncles and cousins, uh, mostly in Columbia. So it's a, it's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, and that is such a blessing to have such a, a support network right here where you are. Um, and you guys have been here, you know, your whole lives pretty much. And um, because you live on the other side of Columbia is the reason we don't get to see each other often. But I'm grateful that we have connected through the years. Yes. So um, with your article that you did for Living Roll Magazine, we um, d- did the article that has more of an interview type um piece to it, and it talks about your role with Daybreak Ministries. So could you describe that for us and a little bit about what Daybreak is? Yes. Um, well, that's so more of my role. Well, Daybreak is a, you know, a, a 
Crisis Pregnancy Center, and I started off as a hotline volunteer way back when I had children, so I would answer the phone once once a month um, at my home, at, you know, in Women in Crisis, and so then it kind of led into me being a client advocate in the office, and so um, there, you know, they do great training, um, but there. Uh, I'm able to offer compassionate care and support, just encouragement and resources to women in a crisis. You know, we we are we have the privilege of sharing the gospel with every lady that walks in the in the door, and often times the boyfriend's there too. So with both of them, you know, in mm-hmm. hopes um, not just one life being saved, but two. So um, it's a and we have a lot of resources there, but it's a great. It's a wonderful, everything we do there is free, so um, we just really want to offer them hope in the middle of the circumstances. You know, we all have our lives so planned out with what we think is going to happen next, mm-hmm. and then sometimes there's interruptions, and so with that, there's there's a lot of women that this just took them out of, you know, just surprise, so, so we are there just to really um, not judge. Um, you know, we've all made mistakes, and so we've all, you know, and, and God just is the ultimate healer for all that, but we're there to just offer them all that we can and direct them um, beyond daybreak to for resources and things that they can get involved in. That is great. So a client advocate then is you get to um, meet personally or talk personally with each person that comes through the door or that is sent your way, you get to be a little bit more involved than just what you did to start with on the hotline. Right. Um, women have, um, we mostly go by appointment. We do have some walk-ins. Mm-hmm. So they make an appointment and usually I'm in a room with a um, client for anywhere from 30 to 45 minutes, just kind of hearing about their life and what's going on and um, just, you know, just to kind of walk into that struggle with them. So usually, like I said, it's, it's about an hour that we're together totally um, and just kind of kind of sharing with them what we're about and how we can help them. Great. Well, I know in the introduction I said you'd been with them about 30 years, so it's been a long time. So how did you get involved with Daybreak? Well, um, I back up a little bit to high school. Mm-hmm. I have to go back there because I was given a topic of writing on abortion in high school for a term paper. And I really didn't even really know what it was. And if I did, I just really had given it no thought until I got a book and started reading through it and was just horrified mm-hmm. over um, pictures of aborted babies, what was going on, what this whole process was about, what this whole movement was about. And I just, um, I just remember being awake many nights thinking, how in the world is this going on? You know, in a high school mind, you really don't think about things like that. But then six years later, that happened, never got off my mind. Six years later, I was working and a co-worker of mine came walking into my room on a Monday morning in my office and obviously passed out and I knew something was terribly wrong, put her in my car, rushed her to the hospital where I was all day. She almost died, and the doctor came out and told me that she had had a botched abortion over the mm. weekend and really was touch and go. So 
thankfully she did survive. But that those two things kind of rocked my world, and I thought I I need to do something. I don't know what I need to do, but I know that I need to do something. And I also knew I I had a hard time just sharing my faith outside of people that I knew. And I heard about Daybreak. I heard of their their passion for the life of the unborn and about how they do share the gospel to every young girl and, and even man that comes in the door. And I thought, that's something I want to do. That's something I want to know about. Mm. So it was just really impressed upon you through actually having to do a school project is where it all began. Yeah. That is yeah. that's really neat. Um I know when abortion became such a hot topic years and years ago, um, I had gotten a book um, called Gianna. Have you ever read that one by Jessica Shaver? Um, And she was a survivor of abortion and um, now speaks out, you know, against it for or has been doing that for years. And that was what awakened me to the to the fact that, you know, abortions can also be survived. And um you know, there it's it's just a, a horrific um, thing that you know women. A lot of women choose women, women and men choose, and uh, I'm just so um, I just so admire your desire and how God has used you in this um, realm for you know over 30 years to just give women hope. And um, and it is a crisis. And I've known uh, several women myself who, um, you know, to this day have not even shared that they've had an abortion. So it's not something that, you know, even today that people want to talk about a lot. And uh, I think it's just um, amazing the ministry that you guys are doing to help women speak of it, to not carry the shame and to reveal that there's hope and there's healing after an abortion. Um, So I think I remember you mentioning that there was also a Bible study that maybe you guys do or or share with other people that can lead um, for women who have have had an abortion. So could you tell me a little bit about that? Yes, um, it's called Forgiven and Set Free. And it's a 10 week study. You know, of course, right now we're in the season of life that not everything is running exactly how it has been, but but what all someone needs to do is call and find out when the next 10-week study will start, but it is a beautiful Bible study that, um, you know, there's a lot of shame associated with this, mm-hmm. and a lot of what we, what we don't do at Daybreak, we don't do abortions, but what we do do is abortion counseling, because most girls said, most girls will say, what they can't believe they actually took the life of their child. I mean, they were in, they were, you know, whether it was the boyfriend, the family, you have to, you have to, you have to. And then once the reality hit, they can't live with themselves. It's just, it's just too difficult. Mm-hmm. So this is a Bible study, you know, catered to that. We all know God's grace covers us and, and, and that he does forgive us and he does set us free. And we point them Speak to the Word of God because we know that Jesus is the ultimate healer. You know, and we've all Amen. we've all made mistakes, and um, but but this is just so. Uh, what I love is often, you know, they never even had a chance to name their baby. Mm-hmm. This is something at the very end of this Bible study. They actually give the baby a name, and they have a dedication service, and that is just the sweetest thing. Mm-hmm. Um, 
how that, how that, you know, to recognize there was life there. There was a child. There was a life. And um, so I don't lead that study. There's someone else in the office that does lead that study. But I know many, many women who have gotten a lot of help through that because you're right. There's, there's, um, there's just a lot of shame. There's people that I know that until they, I, I have a friend that, that has known me for a long, 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 long time mm-hmm. and known what I've done for a long time. And only about two years ago, she came to me one day to my home and said, I've got to tell you something. And she told me her story with so many tears and said, I don't know how to get free. I don't mm-hmm. know how to, she's got children now. And so it is just, it's a very difficult thing. But um, there is definitely always hope, and we know that there is. And so that's why I'm excited the most about that. That is awesome. What is the number, if people are, if anyone's interested in calling to find out when the next study would begin, what number would they call? 803-771-6634. Right. Okay. And we'll mention that again at the at the end of our um, time together. Um, what are there any other types of crisis that you deal with besides um, pregnancy? Um, because it says women in crisis. So is it just that particular crisis or are there other things that you do for for women? Well, we you know, sometimes they're in a crisis because they, you know, they want the child. The boyfriend doesn't want the child. The family doesn't want the child. You know, there's, how am I going to pay for this? What am I going to do? And so um, we do, you know, we do offer um, resources, you know, but we have resources for that. So we, we do counseling. We also, I don't know if I've mentioned this already, we also have male mentors and uh, people that will counsel and kind of walk a road with the, the boyfriend. Um, but we offer pregnancy tests. Everything we do is free. We offer pregnancy tests, um, ultrasounds, and we do STI testing. You know, we, like I said, we do Bible studies. We've got parenting classes. On Tuesdays, we have um, what we call community care days. Mm-hmm. We're coming and get things for free. Right now, what we're doing is you call in and say what you need, like diapers or formula or wipes or clothes. You schedule a time, and they bring it to the curbside. You know, that I will say right now, Daybreak is doing everything possible. They've taken all the measures for COVID to make sure that facility is as clean and to standard as, as it possibly can be. And, and we're seeing clients that on a limited basis. We're also seeing clients virtually. Oh. But they come in for an ultrasound appointment. But um, we we just have a um, we have a baby boutique where we have clothing, we've got maternity clothing, we've got cribs, um, you know, high chairs, things that they need and things that we, you know, community donates. And some of the, th- some of the things are new and some of the things are mostly new. So I feel like we have got a, a great resource to be able to offer them um, in that. Uh, I love the baby boutique. I just think that uh, is so precious to be able to come in and, you know, know that you just, you aren't going to be able to afford everything that you need for a baby and, um, that kind of thing. And just walking in the boutique itself, I bet, brings hope and may even steer someone away from aborting their child. You know, that is, you, 
you're exactly right. In the midst of that conversation that we're having in the room, everything is deep and heavy. But when you walk in and you see this beautiful, beautiful, it's, it's called Taylor's Boutique. We have a, a really sweet friend. Um, she is involved in Daybreak and her husband's on the board, Brennan and Eddie Benton. And there, they lost a daughter years ago named Taylor. And that is why the boutique is named Taylor's Boutique. Mm-hmm. And Brina makes that place look absolutely beautiful. So there's little boys' clothes, there's little girls' clothes. It's just everything you would need for a baby is in there. So we love that. That does make clients happy to see that and just to get excited about the baby when they see that. Oh, that's so sweet. Um, well, I just I just think what Daybreak is doing is phenomenal, and we need more people to be able to to walk alongside women who think there is there there's no hope for their situation um, when there is all the hope in the world, um, especially through Christ. Um, right. So. As you know, the ministry of Living Real is to expose an authentic faith while exalting the source of that faith, which of course is Christ, and um, helping people to understand how our faith in Him affects every detail of our lives. Just as um, He impressed on you years ago of wanting to do something to help women in crisis, um, he walks with us every single day. It doesn't mean that we're going to walk out today and, and go volunteer necessarily at Daybreak Ministries, but he may be calling somebody to do that today. But it's about the other things in our lives as well. Every little thing, you know, um, our finances, our family, how we raise our children, um, where we're going today, how we're going to, uh, what our attitude's going to be, those kinds of things. So I wanted you to just share a little bit um, about what living out real faith means in your everyday life. Well, he is my life. <laughs> <laughs> he is my life. Yes. You know, because of, what his, because of his life, I want my life to count for the kingdom. And, um, you know, in all my brokenness, <laughs> God has to help me. You know, he's the anchor for my soul. So um, my prayer for myself, it's a, it's a Puritan prayer, is that my life would, would count and would become, you know, it would become the gospel. Mm. And that is not possible without abiding in Christ. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, you, you can't, I know this by experience, you can't give what you don't have. For many years I tried to give what I, 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 you know, I, I didn't have. And so as far as being a mother and a wife and our grandmother and, daughter and all that kind of thing, if I'm not connected to the source of my hope and, and my life, which is Jesus, first thing in the morning, you know, I can't I can't give what I do. I can't give anybody what they need. And still, even when I am filled with Christ, I, I, I'm limited, but I can't give what I don't have. Right. And so I, um, he is just my rock and he is my life and it's, it's, um, it's through that lens that, that my husband and I have seen our marriage, is how we've seen our parenting, it's how we've seen work, and um, and trust me, we're, we we learn by our mistakes. <laughs> God yes. picks us right back up and does this off and, and puts us right back on the path when we go 
another way, but, you know, knowing that that is, um, knowing that he's the answer and that he's the, he's the source of, of any joy that I have is, um, is the greatest joy of my life. He mm-hmm. is the greatest joy of my life. Yes, that's what it's all about. Um, but there are, you know, those days and those times and sometimes long periods of times where our faith is tested. And, um, you know, those are some of those hard places that sometimes we look up and go, God, are you really here? Are you really listening to me? Um, do you even know what's going on in my life? So I wanted to see, do you have a time that you could share with us when your faith was was really tested? Absolutely. I, I didn't really have to think. Um, <laughs> I don't think long and hard about that. It's just funny. It kind of came up out of nowhere. But in hmm. the beginning of this pandemic, uh-huh. I was out of town. So I wasn't with my husband. I was out of town. I was actually on a little girl trip uh-huh. with my daughter and my daughter-in-law. And, um, you know, it just kind of, I think the, the global pandemic was announced on a, a Wednesday. And on Thursday, I was out of town. And all of a sudden, this news of this rapidly spreading virus and the death counts and we started watching the news and the news and news and before I knew it I was awake all night long and I thought I was thinking about my daughter who at the time was pregnant I was thinking about our four elderly parents I was thinking about everything and honestly I never shut my eyes I think my heart even began racing Mm. And that's never happened before. I, I just, I, you know, it's one of those that just just pulled the rug right from under me. Mm. And um, because what I, what I know now is I wasn't controlling my input. You know, I was, it's good to be informed. Mm-hmm. I was being informed by the news and what was going on. But I needed to be transformed by the renewing of my mind. Mm. And I knew when I got up, that not when I woke up, when I, I never went to sleep, when I got up the next morning, I knew where I had to go on my knees, begging God to just fill me with his peace, the peace that passes all understanding, because I am a worrier. I can, I can, if, if you have anything you need me to worry about, I can take it on. <laughs> <laughs> That's good to know. <laughs> it's kind of been my life, but God has really, really um, brought me so far in that. But you know, sometimes it's, it's that clink in our, it's that chink, you know, in our in our armor where the enemy knows our weakness, and that was just something that um, my faith was really tested by. That I'm good now because I, you know, I see clearly what that was, but. It was the uncertainty of that all and the suddenness of it all just really had me unprepared. Wow. And Satan really loves to use his weapon of fear to um, battle our faith. And um, I know we've heard a lot of times this particular phrase, faith over fear during this quarantine. And it's something, though, that you do have to consciously pay attention to not allowing the fear to overcome your faith, but allowing the faith to overcome our fear um, because God is not a God of fear. And um, I just really appreciate you being honest and and sharing about that because I I feel like many, many people um, are just stoked with fear and panic um, and have been during this pandemic just because we don't know anything about it, you know, like we do so many other diseases and things that have, have come through 
um, come across our path. But it has really been a little scary of a time, but we need to go back. We have to go back to that source of our strength, and the source of our strength is Him. So thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Go ahead. One of my favorite things to do, this is, this, you know, like I said, I called my husband the next morning. I said, I really need you just to pray for me. Mm-hmm. And, and he did, but one of the things that I know that I always do when I'm unsettled in my spirit, I love to just start writing out all the promises of God. There's so many, mm-hmm. you can't write them all out. Right. He's, you know, he's the anchor for our soul. Nothing's too hard for him. I can do all things through Christ. You know, there's there's just so many. There's so much in the Psalms. There's so much, um, you know, and really he is our only comfort. He is our peace. So um, it's, it's being rooted in, in God's word during it. I would tell anybody listening, being rooted in God's word. And sometimes when you don't know what to pray, pray scripture. Exactly. And then, Sometimes when you absolutely can't even do that, I love what Romans says, that he lives to intercede for us. So he is always interceding on our behalf as, as, as Christ followers. So, uh, you know, how amazing is that? Exactly, exactly. Um, I had pulled up Psalm chapter 9, verses 9 through 10 earlier when I knew we were going to do this. Um, podcasts um, I really had in mind a daybreak women in crisis, but this also fits for what we're talking about right now. And it says, the Lord is a stronghold for the oppressed, a stronghold in times of trouble. And those who know your name put their trust in you. For you, O Lord, have not forsaken those who seek you. And that to me is another promise that he doesn't forsake those who are seeking him. And, but we have to seek him for us to, to connect with that strength. So, um, so thank you for that. Yeah. Yes. And he doesn't promise to take our circumstances away, Mm -hmm. but, uh, even like a pregnancy, but he promises that he will be with us to the end. Exactly. That's, that's, that's what, that's who he is. That's, that's what we can trust and, and that he'll walk us through that so and I know he has in my own life many many I can look back and see all the times that he's walked me through and that's what I'm able to tell them and and that he also works all things together for good he doesn't waste any of our life experiences no not at all and so uh but it's, it's always a refining process I think as Christians if we could skip that part sometimes we might like to, <laughs> but when we go through that, we become more like him. Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, let's imagine someone is listening to this podcast today and they are in a crisis mode um, and they have heard what you do, what Daybreak does. And if you could just um, picture their face and and they need to hear a word from you what would you want to say to that person today i would want to say that there's always hope you know nothing nothing is impossible with god and as i just mentioned um i can do all things through christ who strengthens me in philippians 4 13 you know um does that mean you can do anything in christ it, what it means is I cannot be afraid through Christ who strengthens me. Mm. 
And I cannot worry through Christ who strengthens me. And I can love that other person through Christ who strengthens me. And I can get through this pregnancy because Christ will strengthen me. Um, I just love resting on the promises of God. And there's nothing that um, is too hard for him. There's not a pregnancy. There's not a circumstance. The thing is, he knows the details of your life, and he has since before you were even born. The Bible says he even holds your tears in a bottle. Mm. So he is very well acquainted with you, and he loves you with an everlasting love. So, um, and, and, and only God can fill the, the hole that each of us have in our heart. Many times I tell girls, you know, we all try, you know, whether it's we try to fill it with sex, whether we try to fill it with drugs, whether we try to fill that hole with a job, with with clothes, whatever it is, it's temporary. But mm-hmm. only He can fill that longing that we have in our heart, um, and just and just give us and do more than what we can ask, imagine, or think. And I have seen those stories. I have truly seen those stories. It's it's been remarkable. And is it easy all the time? No, no. Sometimes it's really not easy. Sometimes it's a it's a it's a major life change. But many girls have told me how much stronger they are because of it, and how that baby has been the biggest single blessing in their life. Wow, wow, that's so neat. And I think if um, if I had a word, I would just say you are never alone. Even when you are sitting in the dark or you are crying or you feel like there's no one there to support you, you are not alone. God is always listening for you to cry out to him. And um, so I just I just hope that anyone that maybe thinks that their circumstances are beyond repair, um, if they're listening today, that you are not alone. And I would love to give um, give out the contact again for Daybreak, whether it's a, a website or the phone number again, so that people can call if they want to volunteer, they want to help, um, or if they're in a crisis situation and they need some some help and some answers. So can you give me that again or in, an, in a yes. website address? Yes, the uh, website is www.daybreakcola.org. Okay. And, um, and our uh, executive director is Amanda Nimitz, and um, our direct, our uh, person over client advocates is Whitney Henryhand. Anybody in that office can help you. They're some of uh, the most amazing people. So uh, if you call, Jane answers the phone. But uh, anybody in there, we have um, Sarah's our, our main nurse, our head nurse. So we, we just got wonderful people in there who are willing and ready to help and would be delighted to, to answer questions. I would be delighted to answer questions, but that's the, that's the web address. Um, the phone number again is 803-771-6634. And, um, you know, we, we want churches to come, more churches to be, just to come on for support. We missed our... Um, annual banquet because of COVID, but we're having a 5K run. It'll be in October. That's always a huge success. We invite anybody and everybody to come out for that. 
Um, I, I don't think they've confirmed the date yet, but it'll be in October. I think you can go on the website and find out when that'll be. We're always looking for client advocates to come in and help. Even um, the goal is to expand their current medical services by hiring another full-time nurse. Mm-hmm. So if anyone out there has that experience, you know, give Daybreak a call. We'd love to hear from That's great. Thank you so much. Well, I personally have enjoyed talking with you today, Amy, and I so appreciate you allowing me the time to interview you and and to talk about um, your faith and your um, work with the Daybreak. Listen, well, I appreciate it, Melanie. I thank you. I love your heart and how you desire to do this through Living Real to, to advance the gospel. So what a privilege and what a joy to, to, um, to join you with whatever it is you're doing. <laughs> I, appreciate it so I appreciate the time. Well, thank you. Well, I want to close in prayer and pray over you and your, um, and your ministry today. So let's pray. Father, we thank you. Um, just for the time to be able to to talk about your word, to talk about Jesus, to talk about our hope and our faith in you. And I just uh, thank you for Amy, Lord, for her life. I thank you for her her spirit. And um, I know that people can't see her, but I just thank you for her smile because she just radiates Christ wherever she goes. And I just thank you for her uh, willingness to be and to live out the gospel of Christ every day in her life. Thank you for her work at Daybreak. And we thank you for Daybreak and for what they do in our community for girls and women in crisis and for guys. And I pray, Father, that if anyone's listening today that's in a crisis mode, I just pray, Father, that they would not hesitate and pick up the phone if need be, Um, or go to the website and look for resources to be able to help them. And I especially pray, Father, that they turn to you and that they turn to your word, because that is where we truly find our hope. And God, we just give you praise and honor and glory for what you're going to do through this interview. And we thank you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Melanie. Thank Thank you, Amy. All right. Well, it's good to talk to you, and you have a wonderful day. Thank you. You too, Melanie. Okay. Mm -hmm. Bye. Well, that's a wrap, you guys. I pray today's conversation has encouraged you, challenged you, and most of all, pointed you to the source of our faith, Jesus. If you would like to know more about Living Real Magazine, please visit our website at livingrealmag.com and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Living Real Mag. And until next time, remember, let's keep it real for Jesus' sake.